Hello, stranger. Do you like to read? Read? What's happening? Am I dead? I bet you like zombie books. I like food. Do you have food? You don't need food at dividedbyzerobooks.com. It's full of nutrient-rich science fiction. Ugh, I'm stuck in an ad, aren't I? Once I stop talking, reality will collapse until someone plays this ad again. This isn't the first time we've had this discussion, and it won't be the last. Hello, stranger. Do you like to read? In the opening pages of Arthur C. Clarke's 1953 sci-fi classic, Childhoods and Mankind looked up and saw its new masters, the Overlords. This was made clear when Corellin the supervisor of the overlords and humanity writ large said the stars are not meant for man during the centuries spent on earth the overlords keep the chaos of men's worst impulses at bay and create a utopia war had been banned by the flying ships from the stars energy and food had become so cheap that they were provided as a public service. This freed up mankind to pursue the better angels of their nature. Each man an amateur professional of one sort or another, each hobbyist of Plato, Galileo, or Gutenberg unto themselves, but not with each other. There was no one to correlate the scientific data because nothing humanity could produce would begin to rival the overlords. An astrophysicist named Jan Rodericks grew up in a world that knew nothing but the overlords. He understood the peace they brought, but bristled at the boredom that came with it. Jan wants to prove to Earth's masters that the humans are more than domesticated savages. So he stows away on an overlord ship headed toward their home base more than 40 blight years away. It's there that Jan learns the stars are meant for more. There is a group mind, an overmind, that dominates the galaxy. A higher being that is incomprehensible to lower life, much like a human to a fly. As alien races mature throughout the galaxy, evolution hits a critical mass and the children of each race leave their physical bodies and join in the group mind. But not all races. A secret sadness lives in each of the overlords. Knowledge that their race has run its course and will not evolve to join the group. The humans make the leap themselves. Children under the age of ten ascend to this higher plane of existence, leaving their parents, the planet Earth, and the overlords behind. Jan sees this firsthand at the end of the world when he returns home to a nearly empty earth 80 years later. As the children of man move past the corporeal form, they extract the energy from the earth, causing it to dissolve. The overlords evacuate an imploding planet while Jan Roderick stays behind to narrate its last moments. A final favor to the overlords who spend eternity desperately studying each species they incubate to beg reality 
for the secrets of evolution. And that is all for me today. I want to thank you for listening. Check back in with us in two weeks on the first Monday of February at 0700, where we discuss Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. <laughs>